and welcome to Felice Navipod. My name is Tony Blah, Jackson. Humbug. With me, as always, is Todd Cooper. I'm not letting you stop me. I just plowed right through. You really did. I really want to get my catchphrase in clean, though. Blah humbug. I'm Todd Cooper. Well, I'd like to get my intro clean. All right. But no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it because right. I'm not that egotistical. I don't. <laughs> who is that you can think of? Um, I don't if you know. Had to guess who is the most egotistical in this room right now? Who mm, would you guess it would boy, be? Boy, oh boy, could it be the guy who redid the theme song as Felice Navidad? Might be. I don't have any science facts on who it is. I'm just asking. Listeners, if you have opinions, <laughs> yeah, please let us know who the most egotistical person is. Hashtag Felice Navidad. <laughs> tight Tony is his new nickname. Oh boy, Tony's been saying tight lately. Listen, what? I say it ironically, but I'm concerned that it's not coming across that way and people think I'm authentic, authentically saying tight. Listener, if you think Tony is really <laughs> saying tight, hashtag tight Tony. <laughs> uh, I like that I turned into a radio, like a morning DJ when I do this podcast. You know what? I didn't like that. I do. I, it's my favorite. <laughs> hey, guys. What's your, uh, what's your wacky morning DJ name? The Pump. <laughs> Got Thaxton in the pool. <laughs> I would, you know, I'd probably listen to that. <laughs> sure, you have to. <laughs> oh, on, on ninety-two-seven, and you could break out your the uh, mix. And this is the kind of stuff people are missing out on if they're not uh, a subscriber on Patreon. Uh, Todd's catchphrase of "yiggity you you you." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Written for me by Tony Thaxton. <laughs> That's right. I forgot it actually came <laughs> yeah, from me. Yeah, you wrote that, and then it got ascribed to me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But so that's uh, the kind of stuff. That's why you want to sign up for our Patreon. What is it called? <laughs> I think we decided we're going to call that podcast. <laughs> I think that was off-air talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a good call. Yeah. Uh, oh, that reminds me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the door. Rob Buckley. Hey guys! Hi. Hi! Do you go by Robert? That's what I. That's in your public. That's why I hesitated domain? there for a minute. I go uh, publicly by Robert. I'm sorry. I'm starting to transition to. Wait, Rob. could you st- could you step back outside for a second? We'll just totally. How uh, dare you! All right, yeah, push him out. Push him out. All right. <gasps> Robert Buckley, come hey, on in! Hey! Hi. Now, do you go by Robert or Rob? I go by uh, Robert publicly. Good. I'm leaning into Rob. How so? Well, I, 40's around the corner, and I feel like I'm going to want to become Bob. <laughs> yep. So just to make the transition easier on those That's around right. me, I figured Rob was a good gateway name. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. you know... Wait, when 40, you... Sorry, go ahead. Well, this is very important. I yeah, have to sorry. get to this. If 40 is around the corner, I recommend also... I hear that's also where fudge is made. So you might want to check it out. This is a Guys. milk, milk, lemonade reference. Are you familiar? <laughs> I am familiar. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I celebrate all of the uh, first grade rhymes. I've seen London. I've seen France. What else have you seen by chance? Your boy's underpants. That's oh, what I thought. wow. He's a world traveler. <laughs> I'm a learned man. <laughs> He's well-traveled in the ways of the world and underpants. Did all... we get too dumb too early? I don't think that's possible. I don't, I don't think so either, but you know. Rob? He's a first time guest here, so yeah. I want to you know, make sure he's comfortable. I feel All like right. we're setting a healthy baseline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice and low. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Making me feel real comfortable. This yeah. is my strike zone. <laughs> yeah. That way you never, this way That's guests never reference. feel like I have to work too hard. You yes. know, you know, like these jackasses have fucked it up from the, from the onset. Oh, outset? Yeah. Outset. 
Are you so you think you'll change change to Bob? And then how many years are we talking Rob before we go Bob? Ooh. <laughs> I can't put a nut. Don't ask me that, Tom. I'm I can't sorry. put a number on that. I <laughs> feel like though, when I become Bob, yeah, I really want to have the body for it. Mm-hmm. The and body to me, for it. to me, Bob has a real healthy gut. It's a specific <laughs> thing. Yeah, he's that guy who, when he's talking in conversation, he absentmindedly works the belt. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know that belt move. <laughs> and honestly, right now, like I'm just, I'm still like 30s fit. Yeah, so it right. would be it would be disingenuous to be like, call me Bob. No, I don't think so. You haven't touched your belt once, asshole. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're, you're doing fine down there. <laughs> Works the belt. I've been finding myself lately. I've been. I this is a little uh, uh, Feliz Navidad insider tip. Ooh. Since the baby, hang on, hang on. Yeah, we have. Are, ins- are you giving people a look behind the curtain right now? Take a look. Behind the curtain, do, 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 do. take a look behind the curtain. <laughs> Have a look, guys. <laughs> yes. Do you remember when, like, the first time you could like make your own ringtone and people freaked out? <laughs> that's what that, that's, that's what that sounds like. Like you spent four hours in your room by yourself and then called all your friends. We're like, you guys, you guys, you gotta call me. Yo, <laughs> yo call me, dude. Check, check this out. Take a look. <laughs> uh, since the baby came to our house. Uh, I'm not sure if my wife had it or if it was just delivered here. Um, I put on like 15 pounds. What? And I'm f- oh yeah, baby. I call baloney. I noticed. No, I was uh, I was very trim in just about September, and then that baby came and boy oh boy, putting on pounds. But I have found myself lately can't keep my hands off my belt. I've been really, really working it. Yeah, because it's it, your pant. It's so weird. These pants aren't too tight. But as soon as you start putting on pounds, it's like you just, they just want to sit funny. It's do you weird. do this move when you sit in your car? Do you do the move where you pull the belt up a little bit just to get over that little, that little roll right there? I go, so I feel like there's a choice to be made. You either are going over or you're going under. Uh-huh. Oh, and, yeah, I'm going under. Big. I'm an under gentleman. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have that little bit of room to work with. I got, I got more than just, it's not going to just pull up over that so easily. <laughs> I, like, I like dropping her down. Letting it hang over, and then it's like, yeah, then I feel like I'm doing something for it. It's give, giving a little breathing room for my gut. Yeah, it's, still, it's going good. I'm going by Bob soon. I, I, <laughs> I respect how brave and vulnerable we're being right now. We went from being real juvenile yeah. to just a hard 180 into just, body talk. We get behind the curtain, and boy, it just gets strong and serious. The maturity has risen like a phoenix from the fudge reference <laughs> to this body celebration. <laughs> I like the phrase phoenix from the fudge reference. Yeah. <laughs> That's our other podcast. <laughs> the name of Todd's next band, Phoenix from the Fudge. <laughs> it does sound like it should be. If we titled the episodes and didn't just put the guest's name, that would be the title of this yeah. episode for sure. Uh, maybe we should start. I noticed you did that on our last episode. That was because it was just the two of us. Yeah, those but, ones I'll give a dumb title to. Yeah, yeah. But when we got somebody good, yeah, no reason. We if got we Bob a, here. If we yeah. got a shitty guest, by all means, take their name <laughs> off of there. Well, listen, my name is not whether it's Rob, Bob, or Robert. It's not going to be a draw. So I suggest you add Phoenix from the Fudge with my <laughs> name, please. <laughs> it's not going to be a draw. It's not. <laughs> we'll just uh, change it to Bobby B too. Bobby B colon. Phoenix from the foot. And let me tell you, my middle name's Earl. Mm-hmm. So like Bobby Earl, tell me that isn't the best older man. Whoa. Name. Yeah. 
Bobby Earl. Bobby Earl? That guy works the hell out of his belt. Yeah, he does. That belt, like, he replaces it on the regular because yeah. he's constantly fucking with it. It immediately makes me think of King of the Hill. Is yep. there an Earl on King of the Hill? I know there was a Bobby. Bobby's the little Earl bit. seems like there Bobby, would be a... Bobby, he's yeah. the son, yeah. Yep. I feel like Bobby Earl also sounds a little bit like a guy, like, he did some time in NAS- like in a pit crew in NASCAR, mm-hmm. but he wasn't great at it. Like, he was the guy, he no. spun a few bolts, but they were like, Fucking Bobby Earl over here. He's going to fuck up the car. He's doing it wrong. Yeah. You get, yeah you get he was up. on a winning pit crew, but he's known for hit, hitting someone with a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is known for that NASCAR win. <laughs> Bobby's known for hitting Kyle with a wrench. <laughs> he only got Bobby. Bobby Earl only got on the team because he was somebody's cousin. It was like a birthday gift. Like he's like, man, I'd be awesome if I get in there. Get on that, get on that wrench, and they were like, "You can come do it one time, Bobby. You just stick to the wiper fluid." <laughs> I got, I do need a wrench for that. <laughs> Serious <Crack>. question: <laughs> Do NASCARs have wiper fluids? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, that's a fair question, right? I thought so. Serious. Todd's blowing it off. Serious question. Yeah, I'm getting um, serious. Do we? I feel like that's something we should look up. I feel like it's critical. I mean, they must, right? Because they have yeah. windshields, and there I'm sure there are conditions. There, there are rains. Well, you would need fluid for rains. <laughs> That's true. The rain would be the fluid in that case, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it w- I, I would agree that it would be doing the heavy lifting. By the way, I, I would Google's autofill. I typed in "do NASCAR," and before I got any further, one of the things says "do NASCAR cars have brakes." What? <laughs> Who? This is what Americans want to know. Brakes? We're doomed. We've all played NASCAR in the fucking <laughs> Nintendo. In We've the Nintendo. In the Nintendo. I'm NASCAR. 107. Yes. In the Nintendo. Y'all played that in the Nintendo. Um, what is it, What do we find, Tony? What do you got so far? I do see a Reddit uh, thing that just says wiper blades? Question mark in the NASCAR. No, Let's no, see here. no. This is not going to no? go right. I know how Reddit works. It's somebody. Gonna, I'm not a Reddit guy, so I don't. Know. I am a Reddit gentleman. I love it. I feel like it's just safe to assume they have some sort of fluid. We got to. You know what I mean? There's bugs. I don't know what else they'd need it for, but still. (laughs) They're not worried about shaving like four ounces of fluid off their weight, are they? Right? Oh, that's a good question. That would be where it comes down. Yeah. There is a brand (laughs) of washer fluid called NASCAR Advantage of all season washer fluid that with does de-icer. Not surprise me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't at and all. The guys who are buying that are paying more for it and believing that it's better. Yeah. For sure. And named Bobby Earl. Yeah, Bobby. I was using that normal stuff, man. <laughs> it didn't do nothing. <laughs> this shit does it good. <laughs> Did you ever go to a NASCAR race? Have you ever been to one? Oh no. No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, no. Where, know, where are you from? I'm from Claremont, about 40 miles east. Oh, okay. So, yeah, for I mean, sure. I, know I currently have a mustache. I came in in that badass hat. I look like a, you know, a bit rougher on the edges, but normally, day to day, you've seen me like, I wouldn't, I don't think, I, they'd, they'd look at me and be like, oh, the narc's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone hide your booze. No one try to sell weed to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely feel like I'd be a, a very much an outlier in one of those, uh, in one of those crowds. But I, I also wouldn't mind. It. I'd kind of like to see one. I think that would be a funny bit would be for us three to go to a NASCAR yes. and just watch how awkwardly, because we don't know how to cheer, what's appropriate to cheer at. <laughs> you know? <laughs> do, we, I, do we blow our energy way too? There's like 500 laps. That's right. So we like, I, I, don't, I don't understand the appeal of it. I, I also don't. Like, look, if that's what you're into, fine. I'm not judging you. All right, I'm judging them. 
Uh, I'm getting a little bit of judgment. Yeah. But I just, I don't, uh, it's cars going in a circle. Well, you're from Richmond. You're like. Yeah, you're... I used to be able to hear them. Really? Yeah, I could hear it when the race would be oh. in Richmond. I could hear it. Mechanicsville, you're yeah. close, yeah. Mm-hmm. Say what you want about NASCAR fans, but one thing you can't knock, that's some endurance. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> to put up with that shit yeah. for an hour? Yeah. Or more like, what, oh, 100 like hours? Several hours. Several yeah, I think hours. it's 100 hours, yeah. Could you imagine the sales pitch on that, too, to someone who had never heard of it? You're oh like, hey, I want you to come watch these things drive in a circle. The la- the sound is going to be so loud, it's going to hurt your head and damage your ears permanently, <laughs> and it's going to be 1,000 degrees. <laughs> what's, what's at the end of it? Just they stop driving. Yeah, I mean it, it's. <laughs> oh, tri- trick plays? Nope, don't have those. Yeah, cars don't even it. have washer fluid. Some don't have brakes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would be the worst sales pitch ever. Oh, but we should watch it. Yes, have a look. Have see if you see anything different every time. Nope, you won't. I haven't been to a NASCAR race, but I have been as of a year ago. A monster truck rally. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I went here because uh, my my wife. It was a weird uh, like lifelong thing that she had always wanted to go to, and never had. So I took her to one last year. I had no idea what I was in for. I was like, I guess I felt safer going to one in Los Angeles than I feel like I would in other places. Oh, yeah, Los Angeles it, is just the same as everywhere else. But no, but I like. I don't know. Like you think I for me anyways. I think Monster Truck Rally. I just imagine. Like it would be in Richmond, probably a lot yeah. of a lot of rednecks, and you know, yeah. they'd be... aesthetically they look the same, but they're all gluten free paleo. You know, <laughs> you know, you got a couple of things in common. Whereas if you're middle like, of the country, you're like, oof. Yeah, there are definitely there are definitely some dietary restrictions in yeah. the room. It's yeah, not... yeah. <laughs> but like, I f- I could I could feel safe wearing my red pants to the monster truck rally in Good LA. Point. <laughs> I think I might get called some names in yeah. Richmond if I went to the that's, monster truck rally. That's there. true. Have yeah. you ever been to a monster truck rally? As a kid, wasn't wasn't the the big truck that was really popular called the Grave Digger? Uh-huh. Yeah, boy. I yep. think I saw them at like you know, like Anaheim conventions or wherever, yep. one of those yeah. places when I was real young. And just all I really remember is how loud it was. It's yeah, it was so very loud, incredibly loud. And what I found out through this, because Grave Digger was also at the one I went to, and I found out that's because it's not it's it's like a franchise yeah. kind of thing where there's not just like a Grave Digger driven by this one guy. It's like Multiple there's a bunch diggers. of them by different people. That's the case with Shamu, right? Yeah, yeah. there are lots of Shamus. How shocking! Was the revelation like revelation like when you found that out? I remember I felt so du- it was like my own Kaiser Soze yep. moment. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so duped. What the fuck? Yeah, and by the way, I don't give a shit about SeaWorld. No, nope. I don't care about like, but I, but I still felt I took it real personally. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they I got bamboozled. I know, and then you gonna like see it, and you're like, I guess I understand why. Like, it's just their brand of whatever, but. Boy, is it a bummer! Mm-hmm. Also, it really it's is. just a living creature with the same. It's like us. It's like meeting a guy named Brad, and then later meeting another guy named Brad. <laughs> you can name him anything you want. Yeah. It's not like behind the curtains they call it like, oh, Shamu. Oh, you're talking about De- Terrence. <laughs> His name's not really Shamu. That's just for publicity. They can name it whatever the fuck they want. It's a good point. And that would be good if his real name was Brad. <laughs> Hey, the, the audience has left, Brad. Quit being a dick. Eat the fish. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Brad. Just the way that like they try it for a few weeks and be like, no one seems to give a shit about Brad. 
<laughs> just testing. Although that really speaks to like how sad the treatment of those animals. Like if those whales are oh, in the least bit self-aware, that must have been the biggest bummer the first time. They're like, holy shit, there's a crowd here. I'm going to do my best tricks for them. Here's Shamu. What the? Who? No. no I'm not Shamu. I'm Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be our new shirt? A uh, uh, killer whale and Brad. <laughs> I wanted it. I want the shirt to say I'm Brad. I like it. I like a we have a, a a merch page where you can buy shirts for our dumb podcast and it just ends up being filled with shit that doesn't make any sense. I feel like I if I looked at it now, I wouldn't know what half of it was. Oh yeah, because half the time it's just like like what just happened. A thing that we said one time, it made us laugh. We're like, oh that's a shirt. And one person will buy it. <laughs> that's that's awesome though. <laughs> and great. so, do you have people like on Twitter will hit you up and be like, "Look at the shirt!" Like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. We we have one that is a, a poorly drawn Bart Simpson that somebody found uh, and took a picture of our friend. Yeah, it was it was it was a thing the floating around online of a of a birthday cake with Bart <laughs> sorry, Simpson that's... on it, and it just says "Eat Pant." <laughs> like eat my shorts <laughs> but it's so poorly done <laughs> and so we made a t-shirt of it and we sell quite a few yeah, that's the hot seller <laughs> oh man that's great i have one i'll show it to you after i can't wait to get merch after this yeah you're gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna buy so much merch you guys <laughs> we'll take you out to the warehouse after we're done recording <laughs> but i think i think the whale thing would be nice because that's just that's that's tossing a nice win to the brads of the world because you know what do brads have many things to celebrate nope nope they got pit Oh, they got Pitt. Oh, that's true. Let's see. What's another famous Brad? Uh, br- uh, Bradley Whitford of Aerosmith. <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Bradley Whitford. Are you an Aerosmith guy? No, isn't Bradley Whitford an actor, though? That's yes. right. There yeah, are two Brad Whitfords. Yeah. yeah. There's which two one, Brad Which Whitfords. one is Brad Whitford on West Wing? On Get, on Get Out, he was the dad. Yes. I'd have voted for Obama three times if I could have. You know, he's that guy. great, that yeah. guy. God yeah. damn, he's good. Right, you know also, what? I take it back. The Brads don't need anything else. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah. If your name is Brad, do yourself a favor and fuck off. Sorry. Next, we'll be right Sorry. <laughs> Next time I meet a Brad and, I, and he goes, hey, I'm Brad, I'm going to go, what's up, Shamu? <laughs> I'm going to just take a swing. Yep. <laughs> and he's going to get it because he listens to this show. Of course he's he going to get it. Hey, Shamu, I'm sorry. <laughs> what is that a reference to, would you say? Um, yeah. I, I have, uh, by the way, only been to SeaWorld a couple of times. And on the regular, it bums me out. I've never been. I can't. I have the same thing at a zoo. I can't. I just. It just bums me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I have a friend who used to be, you know, the uh, the Shamu song, like if you're sitting in the first ten rows, there's something oh. you should know. What? Yeah. Keep it, going. Go <laughs> on. Uh, I, I can't remember what all the words are, but it's it's something about like you could get, um, you'll get wet. Like if you're in the first ten rows, there's a chance you're in the splash zone. It's like right. a it's like a Gallagher concert. It's like yeah, it's like a Gallagher. Yeah, they gave the the whale a sledgehammer, and let him have at the water. But uh, the, my friend used to be the guy who sang the song, and he also used to just do some songs before the show. And my other friend always used to refer to him as the guy who opened for Shamu. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of the band Reeve Oliver? Did you ever listen to Reeve Oliver? They were oh singer. yeah, yeah. They're great. I yeah. Sean, I think they were the on singer. some some warp tours that we did. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. The singer was was the guy who opened for the Dolphins. <laughs> opened for the Dolphins. <laughs> I, I feel like like no NASCAR and SeaWorld have one thing in common, which is their highlight reel is entirely made up of tragedy. 
Like, no one goes to SeaWorld hoping to see someone get eaten by a whale. But honestly, when it happens, that shit goes viral. That's when people hear about SeaWorld. Yeah. yeah. Name the last time you saw a cool NASCAR highlight that didn't involve a pileup. Just a guy driving by another guy? Yeah. They're not showing that on TV. Nope. <laughs> this guy'd be great in traffic. Boring. <laughs> when he flips his car into a fireball, I'm in. <laughs> then we all want to see it. Yep. I feel like Formula One is like the thing that everyone's all coked up on. It's like the uh, uh, it's, it's like the white collar NASCAR, right? Formula One. I don't know. It's like what Europeans watch. It's faster and a little more precise, maybe, but it's the same shit, right? Like it's still guys going. It's just with crazy looking cars, right? Crazy, so, and yeah. they're gonna catch on fire, and that's why we're watching. One of those wheels is coming off. Might go through a fence. Yeah, that and and like, I don't know, barring like polo on horses, like there's you can't think right. of a different sport that has a, just a bigger fuck you to yep. everyone else because right. the barrier to entry is so high. It's like so high. Formula One, like first of all, they start training those kids at a crazy young age, but like those cars are worth so much money. That's right. And the same thing, like like polo. I knew I actually met someone finally who played polo. Really. And I was like, just what's what's that like? That's such a specialty thing, you know so, what I mean? Because even if you had an interest, like as yeah. a little kid, what? I mean, you could ride a bike with a fucking croquet mallet. I've done it. What? Really? Oh yeah, I had a croquet set when I was a kid, and we used to play street <laughs> polo, and we did it on skateboards, and it was fun. Oh, See, you played badass good. polo. Yeah, we didn't give a shit. We were cool. You were we just had... too insecure to play roller hockey? Yes, I guess so. <laughs> I guess that. I think we just had what we had. I was like, I got this croquet set, and somebody was like, I got two skateboards. Let's play a game. We're dumb kids. Yeah. And we were also. I have a question. Brian Regan, apparently. Yeah. Did, you, <laughs> did you ask for the croquet set, or did it the thing? It you was in the garage. Okay. Has anyone ever asked That's for a croquet set? That's what I wanted to know. Or do you just find it in your garage? It shows up. It's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to get my daughter one at some point because it's just something that a croquet set. Yeah, it just belongs. I'm not to even a hundred croquet is like the it's kind of like golf, but with like a hammer kind of thing, right? Golf yeah. hammer. It's hammer golf. Is yeah. also called. It would be funny to find out that the guy who invented that was just a horrible golfer. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was he like was like fuck it. I'm just I'm just gonna swing it with this hammer. Yeah. yeah. What do you do though? It doesn't go in a hole. It's got little arches. Like a horseshoe, basically, mm-hmm. that you just stick in the ground and you hit it through the the, the, the horseshoe. It's a good game. It's a great game. It's like and the replay hockey. value is endless. You just move the shoes around the yard. Yeah, wherever you want. Makes is sense. it like a thing where you just... Is there a traditional setup for it, or do you just kind of go whatevs? You can put them... I just set them up however. Yeah. I was not playing by the official rules. Mm. No, nor was I. That feels like the kind of thing that should be in the Olympics, by the way. The croquet? croquet? <laughs> like, if, if badminton is in the Olympics, how is croquet Badminton's not? in the Olympics? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's right. That's what I played a lot of as a kid. You did? We had a we had a badminton net in the yard. Uh, we, had, we had a big yard on the side of our house. Oh, yeah. Badminton? Mm-hmm. And with the birdie and such? Oh, yeah. How good were you at it? I prefer to call it the shuttlecock by its proper yes. name. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm not claiming I was good at all, and it's been a long time since I've played, but, you know, we Did had you it. Play? Badminton is like someone realized tennis was boring to young people, and they were like, how do we make this shit interesting? Ah, yeah, put them closer so they can slam each other. Slow it way down. <laughs> Slow it way. My set, of, my badminton set was one probably from Kmart, where it was like everything came in one box, the, the rackets and everything. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, week three of it being up, 
you'd go to hit it and it would just get stuck, stuck in the. In yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, have yeah. you played much? Did you ever play? We had uh, a badminton class in high school. Yeah. So that was like, of course, the elective everyone wanted to take. Yeah. We had a shuttle Cocktoberfest. Was our, was our tournament? You did. Yeah. How'd the teacher do? got well into it. Eh. You know. <laughs> Not your sport. I I really thought I should be good at it. But, you know, I just, I just wasn't. You're not really a sports guy, right? You know, how dare you? Screw you, Todd. Thank you. Good night, everyone. <laughs> and he's gone. Uh, well, I I enjoy sports. I don't really watch many sports. Yeah. And I don't... Like, did you grow fuck, up? Maybe, maybe I'm not a sports... This is the first sad realization <laughs> Screw of the show. Screw you, Todd. I, uh, <laughs> that is true, though. I'm a fraud. <laughs> Wait, uh, did you do? You, did you feel like a sports person? Like, did you? Well, I grew up. I played soccer all my life. Okay, yeah. And which doesn't really make you a sports person, though, does it? Soccer's soccer is just like a little outside of the traditional sports, even though everyone plays it. Yeah. How do we not have the best soccer team in the world? Well, we're getting better finally. But we didn't make it into the World Cup. No, neither did Italy, though. What? Yeah, big upset. Holy shit! Well, but but we're getting better and better. But they these are countries who have had like so many years of practice before us. It just got cool like fifteen years, ago. like really like culturally starting to catch on. Yeah, but I mean, like my generation, like uh, I'm, I'm forty one. Ew. Every <laughs> right. You want to get out of here? <laughs> Jesus. Ew, girl. Everyone I grew up with played at least a season of soccer as a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, it maybe it's just so. where I'm from. Did you play? No, season? I never actually played. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I would play like at recess sometimes, but yeah. that was it. I was always I'm terrible at all sports. I'll watch some sports, but I'm terrible at playing. Yeah, you them. do like to watch. For a guy who like hates to play sports, you do like to watch them. Yeah. Do you play any fantasy sports? No, I don't. I'm I'm like a big football fan, but I'm like the only person I know that does not play fantasy football. And at this point, it's become a thing where I'm like, I've made it this far. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I don't know why, but it's something I never understood, and I I mocked. It's like. It's like yoga. It's like anything I've never tried. I make fun of it until I try, mm-hmm. and then I realize, like, oh, a, it's harder than I thought, so I shouldn't talk shit about it. And b, it's actually cool. And uh, my my friends from uh, Claremont, where I, where I grew up, they they play in a fantasy football league. They're like, let's just do it. So I just did it to stay in touch. Right. So for the first two years, I don't watch football. Like, I didn't know anything. And then I got tired of losing routinely, and I started paying attention. I got obsessed this last year. Yeah, most people do. It seems really. Yeah, well, because I was also I was up in Vancouver. I wasn't here, so I had the kind of time to right. just like over the week, like Sunday, I'll watch football all day today. Really? And I got way too invested emotionally, though. Like I would find <laughs> complete days ruined, and I was, and I could even check in myself and go, this emotional response is not proportional to what has happened today. <laughs> like you would think, like I lost my job, you know, I'd be really? like screaming in the car. What? Oh yeah, my God. yeah, that's it's, amazing. It's like you're, you're playing for a hundred dollars in a in a plastic trophy. What's did you going, win? Did you win? I didn't. I went. I was first place all season. Went into the playoffs. Lost back to back games. Took fourth. Come on, really? Yeah. Awful. How do you know enough to be first all season? You said you know how to put a team together. I kind of did, yeah, but I peaked in the seat in the season. And were you playing? You said with your friends from Claremont, your high school yeah. buddies. Amazing. Yeah, it's, and again, it's great, though, because it does keep us in touch. So then the problem, though, is like I got addicted to this this fantasy sport because it's sort of like having a new app on your phone, like mm-hmm. like a Facebook or something. You mm-hmm. can constantly check for mm-hmm. updates. You know, you can tinker with your lineup. The problem was then it's like the season ends, and you're just like, what do I do with my life? So I was like I had friends who, were, who asked me to join a fantasy premier league, you know, like soccer, premier league, fantasy league. So I got all my American buddies to play in this, like, fantasy premier league. 
did not go over very well because of really? course like none of them watch so like who am i even drafting and like right. games are on at weird times yeah yeah i've talked too much about fantasy sports the audience i just felt the audience get very no. bored no not at all that's it, funny no but it's true that like if it's it is it, so football is so in the american culture mm -hmm. but that's the thing with soccer i don't know how it isn't it blows my mind that people fall off of it it's like high school some people and then it's like Small in college and like no professional thing. Well, did you know in other countries it's called football? Is that true? It's really wow. true. Look it up. This podcast is very interesting. Uh, we'll talk about different cultures. Uh, it's pretty neat. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we've all traveled. Yeah. So sure. they can people can learn a lot from France, that. London, underpants. Uh, yep. Oxnard, <laughs> Fontana, <laughs> Rialto. <laughs> Speaking of football, Joe Fontana. <laughs> Stupid! <laughs> what an idiot! Uh, dangerously it, close to a spit. <laughs> uh, in a way, though, it makes it makes more sense to get so emotionally invested in, because you're you're gonna win some money. Like the people that like freak out because I I think I used to get more emotionally invested in just like watching and and like you know getting like so upset if the team I like loses. But like, why? Like it, it doesn't. It's just like a thing I enjoy watching. Like why? And I think I finally like come to a place where I'm like, yeah, if they lose, whatever. Who cares? I, I think there's more to it than that. At least for myself, speak for myself, because mm -hmm. I thought like, oh, it's because then I I have like bragging rights over my buddies. I can win a little bit of money. Here's what I think is actually going on. I think there's some feelings that haven't been sorted out inside me. Maybe some rage, maybe some shame. <laughs> and then this gives me an outlet to scream because I'm not an outwardly angry person. So all of a sudden, I can look at the TV and be like, you stupid dickhead. Why would you drop that? I don't talk to people like that. In my so what's really happening, I'm just exercising all of these repressed feelings yeah. into a safe place, which is an empty apartment and a television yeah, screen. That's right. I'm working through some shit. It gives you, it just gives you a place to, yeah, like you said, let off some steam. Can I? This is gonna get a little nerdy. Do it. I, I was listening to an audiobook. I do not read. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> me neither. It, I have to have a person read it to me in my earphone. Yep. Um, there's an audiobook that I've been listening to. Um, it's called. Uh, oh shit. Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it's a it's, great start to a story. It's very interesting. Uh, 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 Anyways, it's about uh, it's just like about the history of man and the, what we can expect with technology and all this stuff. And one of the things it's talked about is the way that um, you know how like sometimes when people talk about your thinking, like they'll reference computers these days. Mm -hmm. Like they'll say like um, your brain stores thoughts x way, or your brain is like a hard drive; it stores memories, or uh, RAM, like a, your body uses it, and we, like. We often use the metaphor of computers when we talk about the way your brain works, right? Mm -hmm. Is this familiar with the, to you at all? I stopped listening a while ago. Is that true? Is it really no, boring? No, I'm just no. So, but um, <laughs> the idea of using technology, whatever's current, is like not new to our generation. So, uh, before computers, steam engines were the thing that people used. Uh, like that was the machine of the day, and it was the breakthrough technology. And uh, the idea of like the term "letting off some steam." It's like a really old uh, thought, mm -hmm. which is like, yeah, your body builds up tension and energy, and then you have to like mm -hmm. let off steam, which is like how a, a steam engine works. It builds up tension, and then it uses the steam from that pressure to like drive a machine. So even Freud talks about like um, men in war, uh, like in their 
being away from women, have this sexual tension that builds and builds and builds, and then when they're in battle, they use that steam to drive them. But it's because the technology of the day was steam engines versus like how we think of computers, which is pretty yeah. interesting to hmm. me. I really like thinking about that. Just you, I feel like in 200 years, people are like, they thought their brains were like computers? <laughs> what assholes? <laughs> you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it, uh, whenever I hear let off some steam, it makes me think about that. Oh, sorry. I, no, I like, I like finding out the origin of expressions as well. I love it. Like I always thought it was nip it in the butt. <laughs> and someone's like, hey, dum-dum, it's nip it in the bud. It's when you bite someone's butt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but it's funny when you find out stuff and you're like, oh, for like 15 years, everyone has been letting me say it wrong, just going, you idiot. I That feeling, man, so many times like when you're in junior high, like I feel like it's when stuff starts happening, where you start recognizing. I that. feel like I had one recently, and I'm trying to think now what it was. Yeah, I, I don't just don't wait for it. Yeah, no, what, like, what you think? I remember when I saw, because I saw Goodwill Hunting. It came like the right moment in my life where I was like, "Yeah, intelligence is cool." Yeah. It, like it had an impact on me. However, I took all of it as like gospel, and I didn't realize that it was a comedy scene when Ben Affleck was like, "Gentlemen, keep your ear to the grindstone." Yes. And so for years, I was like, "Hey." Keep your ear to the grindstone. <laughs> and then finally watched the film again as an adult and was like, fuck. <laughs> oh, he's the dum-dum in the movie. <laughs> so I've been the dum-dum in real life. Don't follow Affleck. No. Yeah. My boy's wicked smart. I love I love that movie. It's so I good. I still do. It's great, right? I, yeah. Affleck, not done any... I, it's not good to talk shit about actors on this, but... And he listens like, to. Well, big listener. Uh, not done anything as good as that since... Like, it really is his best thing he's done, I feel like. Uh, Geely? Oh, sorry, uh, my bad. Batman v. Superman? Was that good? No. Okay. <laughs> it's the most know. boring movie I've ever it was, seen. It was, like, it was just like the DC Universe had a really off day. Like, everyone's grumpy. Even the superheroes were just <laughs> pissed off to be superheroes. I, I know. Yeah. Everyone said it was bad. And then one day, I, was, I think I was on tour, and, like, somebody had it. It was on HBO or something. I don't know, whatever it was. Uh, I was like... I'm bored. I got nothing else to do. I was like, it'll at least be like uh, one of those like fun bad watches. Yeah. No, it's there's no fun in that movie at all. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're like, you know, you know what this film needs? Wellbutrin <laughs> and some Zoloft. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs to lighten up. Like the first half of Zoloft commercial for two hours. <laughs> the first half. <laughs> just the gray clouds never leave. Oh, I thought it was just old people riding bikes. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been more entertaining, I think. At least something was kind of had some joy to it. Hey, it's your pal Tony Thaxton here. Just wanted to make sure you guys know about Downright.com. You can buy custom written songs for yourself, your friend, whoever you want. Uh, I'm on there. Lots of other great artists are on there, too. So please check out the website, D-O-W-N-W-R-I-T-E dot com buy a song today and here's my promise if you buy a song from me on downright.com i promise it'll be way better than this do you you we went to a movie the other night you were telling me you love the comic book stuff i do and do you have a favorite like Let's start with book and then movie. Like, what's your favorite franchise like of, of superheroes? Oh, stuff? man. Growing up, it was X-Men, mm-hmm. specifically Wolverine. Uh, but as an adult, I found... Because like, I, I put comics away for 
say from like high school to right when I started acting, so like 12 years ago. And then I got back into like conventions and I rediscovered them. And I found when I came back to comics as an adult, first of all, I had to start calling them graphic novels because yes. I was in my late <laughs> 20s. Uh, I gravitated towards the darker storylines. Like yeah. I found myself liking Batman more, Daredevil more, like the ones where there was real like tragedy. So Daredevil uh, was a great one. And as far as... Uh, did you say who who do I like and then what like what movies like do you have a movie franchise of of superheroes Deadpool was so great really yeah I thought Deadpool I mean that that was one that like they nailed the tone like that's the tone of the character like and they swung for the fences they didn't make it PG-13 they're like nah it's gonna be a real rough R that's awesome because that's that character though like the whole his, his whole shtick is just like he is so inappropriate yeah you know and I, but I feel like that's one that we've like over the last 10, 15 years, we've really watched them fine tune and figure out how to tell the superhero story. Mm -hmm. Like, do you remember the first Hulks? No, mm. oh, I, I don't watch a lot of those movies, but even like, even like the first, like some of the earlier X-Men ones, they're just, they weren't really accessible for all people. Like you had to be pretty into it to get it. And they, it wasn't that fun of a ride. Whereas mm -hmm. like now you don't need to know Black Panther to go and watch it and be like, cool, I'm along for the ride. That's what I still, is that what you guys saw? I still haven't seen it. No, I know I everybody's either. saying how great it is, but I have not seen it yet. I want to. I do also. I, I will. I will see it. You see? Have you seen it? I have seen it, and uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a good movie. Yeah, I feel like I'm in one of those situations where I have to say that Caitlyn Jenner's brave. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: everyone, all I'd been reading about was how it was like revolutionary, mm -hmm. and which is poison for a movie before you see it, because then right. you go in and you yeah. it can't match it. Yeah. I thought like. It's perfect for the time right now. Like it's, it's yeah. young African American kids can finally go and be like, oh, I want to be that guy. Like mm -hmm. they can see themselves. As far as like a movie goes, it's a great ride. Yeah, you know. But at the end of the day, it's a superhero film, right? Yeah, I, right. I thought there's I not much you haven't seen in it yet. Like there's some, right. there's some great uh, portrayals, there's some great performances, and there's some cool stuff. But at the end of the day, like it's sort of like a great romantic comedy. It's still a romantic comedy, right? Mm -hmm. You know, right. you know what's coming. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I I feel like I saw Wonder Woman. Everyone was like losing their mind about Woman Wonder Woman. So my wife and I went, and uh, oh, we get it. You're married. Oh, my wife and I went. <laughs> just talked about our lives during it and our marriage. Um, uh, and we both liked it. Like, but we're not comic book movie people, anyways. Yeah. But it was sort of like, yeah, this is a comic. I thought and, that that was a good one, though. I like in that a one. way, like, in a way, it being on par. Is is what it should be doing, right? Like, uh, giving people the upper, like, yeah. giving women the opportunity to have a movie that is like as good and as important as every one of those films. Yeah, it's the same. Like, it, like that's what's important. It's not like a throwaway. Like, there wasn't there like a Catwoman or a, a then it was terrible. Oh, yeah. It was brutal. And it, like, yeah. and it's still like facing this thing of like somebody else has to come in and fix things, and it's. Yeah, yeah it's, I think like Wonder Woman, Black Panther, it deserves the celebration, right? Because it's significant for beyond what it just is as a story, right? You know, but like as just going to see a movie. Now I disagree with you about Wonder Woman, though. I got emotional twice during Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. When? You know, when she crosses like the like no man's land or whatever, when she does does it by herself for mm -hmm. some reason, I felt I got choked up. I was like, oh shit. She's so brave. Look at her go. <laughs> I got into it, and then there was a point towards the end where I was like, man, I am. On, I'm in for the ride. Yeah. I'm invested emotionally. They're doing it right. I yeah. yeah. I thought that was yeah. Especially for the, I know it's become a thing of the the DC movies tend to not be as good. Everyone seems to be hating on those, but except for that one, and I I would agree. I feel like 
all those other ones have kind of been swings and misses, and that one's been yeah. One. Yeah. Well, I mean, Green Lantern set them back a, a, a ways. <laughs> was it bad? Bad? It was really bad. I remember seeing it when it first came out and thinking, "Oh, I'm watching good actors work really hard with very, very bad material." Is that what it was? Bad, yeah. just bad writing. Because I think I think Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are both great. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember watching a scene and being like. The actor in me was like, ooh, this is a scene you look at and you don't go, I have some potential to make this great. This is when you look at it and you go, how do I minimize how much of an asshole I'm going to look like? Really? Yeah. It was rough. I have very little experience with acting, but boy, that's a terrible feeling when you look at a thing and you're like, fuck, what am I? I'm just going to look like a dick. (laughs) Yeah. The worst. How much of this can I throw away? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, how much can I get away with like punching up or adding to? Yeah. But yeah. Why are you playing the whole scenes tying your shoes? Because I don't want people to remember I'm in this scene. <laughs> There's a reason my face is not visible for the camera. <laughs> this is bad. Who was that guy in that scene? I don't know. He's like tying his shoes the whole time. Who was that? Yeah, th- that's rough. It's funny though how like DC has the TV game locked down. Movies yeah, I struggling, and it's the, the first. Like Marvel yeah. has a little bit of TV, but like not really dominating so much in the. Well, I mean, they have. I guess Daredevil. Pun- they're coming around, but yeah, it's funny Netflix how they've been like inverse. What what's doing well with DC? Besides, I know people like Flash. I've never seen you, it. I mean, look at the CW's entire line, almost entire. Oh lineup. really? Yeah, I, yeah it's, it's Supergirl, Flash, oh, right, Super Arrow, Girl, Legends of Tomorrow. Okay, this beautiful sleeper hit, I Zombie. Um, no. no, it's those. It's those four, and they just added uh, Black Lightning. Bam, a lamb. Which is yeah, I don't. Been, I, I feel like I don't. I, I don't know the deep cuts as well. So, how's yeah. Supergirl? Is it good? I've never seen it. Okay, I'm. I'm glad that it exists. That's cool. It's just. It's cool that shit's happening like that. Are you trying it's, to make up for the Wonder Woman comment? Yeah, I just don't. I. I mean, <laughs> I'll go on record saying men are just better. Uh, I can't relate to a woman on screen. Um, no, I. I. I the thing is about Wonder Woman, it, like going back to that, it, I, I what is the thing? I I like that movie. Like I said, as much as I like a comic book movie, I mm-hmm. just don't, it's not my. What's your favorite not, comic book movie? Um, what's put the you one, on the hot seat? What's the one that um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, well, there's the one with like uh, Hulk and it's good. Avengers? Avengers, Avengers, yeah. Oh yeah, that first Avengers I yeah. thought was good. Yeah, that was my favorite comic a lot book. Of, movie. A lot of funny in that too. Yeah, I liked it. That's like the last Thor. Have you seen it? I haven't. Everybody says how great it was. That's worth that was, your time. Yeah. yeah. Really? They, yeah. Taika, it's like the a, director, a, like nailed it, like yeah. in terms of tone, because it's that's. I feel like it started with Iron Man. Iron Man mm-hmm. is when they started to realize, like, oh shit, humor is a very valuable like ingredient here. And then, like, they've done it more and more, and and Thor is particularly strong. Like the good balance of like action, drama, funny. It's Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Taika, Taika, I'll take any opportunity. Taika I can W. Say. Taika Waititi. He's fucking phenomenal. That makes so sense good. that it's good. I love it when they find like a director like that who's doing some cool shit and go like, I throw a superhero movie out. Yeah, I was. I was very surprised to awesome. hear that he yeah. did that. He did that really funny, quirky vampire movie. Well, let's what give him a three hundred million dollars <laughs> superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. That logic He did follows. it with a budget of four dollars. Let's see what he does with seven billion. It's insane, right? I it's want. Amazing. I want to. Yeah, I want to see if. Because I, I feel like eventually they'll let somebody do that with Star Wars, right? Um, I hope they're making you know they're making all these side movies and all these everything. It's like it'll be interesting. 
Well, you know that the 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 showrunners of Game of Thrones just yeah. got hired on for the new Star Wars right? oh, no. trilogy. Yeah. Are they really gonna talk about Star Wars again? It happens every time that Tony talks to his friends. I'd rather hear them talk about something else instead. I guess they're really gonna talk about Star Wars again. One of one of the best comedies around. Star Wars. Wait, one of the Star Wars <laughs> trilogies? Yeah, well, they, they, it's a trilogy. series of movies. They've wow. they've like announced a bunch of things now. They, it's supposedly not going to be part of the ongoing story. It's going to be like oh, this whole Jesus. other thing, which is what Ryan Johnson is also doing. I do. I don't like Game of Thrones. I, I don't either. Uh, you know what I would like? Uh, I would like. Um, yeah, I don't. Know, I, I feel like there's got to be a woman who can can do can nail a Star Wars movie too. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's got to be a woman out there who'd be amazing at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It'd just be it'd be cool to see somebody else take a stab at it. Just yeah, for a, sure. A bunch of dudes. Well, what's interesting right now? There's a lot of talk going on because Josh Whedon, who was supposed to I think write and direct the Batgirl, Batgirl movie, yeah. he exited, and they're like, "Well, now it's just in limbo." And so the internet was like, "Uh, a lot of female storytellers out there." Yeah. How about we give one of them a shot? It is a female protagonist as mm-hmm. well, and it kind of seemed like a no-brainer. Like, yeah, I get it. Joss is great, but well, and also too, if Wonder Woman, yeah, like that did really well, and it was good. Yeah, I, it so is. Keep that going. This thing of uh, like um, there was this thing in improv world where it was like people getting it on, uh, getting on house teams, uh, uh, at, and it was just all white guys. And then it was like, well, women just aren't as funny, kind of was this belief for a long time, which was fucking ridiculous. But it's also that so much of everything has been so geared at men and men's our point of view mm-hmm. that like, yeah, we ex- like we expect to see things, whether it's a woman, uh, it's a protagonist or a man. It should be from a man's point of view. Like and it's it's so important that we get actually like a woman's not only a woman character, but a woman writing it. So it has a woman's point of view. Uh, in the world as well, it's so it's so good to have. Do you think we're fixing Hollywood right now, ladies and gentlemen? This is a conversation you've never heard before. <laughs> three white guys fixing Hollywood. You're welcome. Every time I think about three white guys doing something, it makes me so sad. Uh, but yeah, uh, you, sorry, I have to say this is really funny. Uh, people say still about like music. My wife's in a band with three women. On the regular, people are like say things along the lines of like, I didn't think a woman, like a, a record of just women's voices could keep me interested for a whole album. And you're like, why is that different? Yeah. How can a man, yeah. like, why is a man's voice? Like how is an, uh, a Ryan Adams album different? Like his voice is the same on every song. Why is a woman's like, but that is a common thing mm-hmm. that is said. It's bizarre. Yeah, man. It's really that's... fucking weird in music, but it's real. I mean, it's super prevalent still. It's, yeah, like I just I saw there was a, a fucking Twitter's the worst. You Is know? it? Twitter's the worst. <laughs> I, I just I go on and basically I have to like check in with myself. Like, am I how ready to be have my day ruined? Am I? You know, like because it's just like it's just depressing, triggering stuff. But I saw like this like outrage by guys who were like was gonna go see Black Panther, but there's like there's like two white guys in the whole film. Like, how am I supposed to relate to that? And it's yeah. like, hey, you know, like ninety eight percent of the films are like. 
98% white guys, right? You know, it's just like when you hear like yeah. someone saying like a band of women, how does it keep, and you're like, oh, do you hear how that sounds? It's insane. That can be an honest like thought you have in your head, but to then vocalize it and still yeah. stand behind it, it's like. As soon as it comes out, you should be going like, wait, what? what is that? What am I saying? Yeah. Like it just does. I can. Yeah. Yes. It's different than what you're used to. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's your brain just being confused at what it's used to. I don't know. Um, I do feel like since we talked about music, we should try to play a bit of a game. Oh, it's can pretty, I it's can I pee bit. before we play a game? I would expect yes. that that would be the right. All right, moment. we're gonna take the mics into the bathroom. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Tony Paxton. I'm Todd Cooper, and we're here to tell you that we have a Patreon page. Did yep. you know that, Todd? I feel like I knew some of that. Okay, let me let me give you the deets. Okay, P A T R E O N dot. Okay. Slash Police uh-huh. Navi Pod. Sounds uh, like a place I'd visit. You should, because let me tell you why you should visit. That. Okay. We're going to do weekly bonus episodes. Like what? Well, they're a little different than the normal things that we do. And frankly, I'm a little confused why you don't know this, because you're a part of them. Okay. I'd, uh, so I'd love to know what we've been doing. Well, we've been watching a lot of. of uh, just whatever, basically. Sometimes they're Christmas related, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're just ridiculous TV that Wait, we. Wait, I thought you were just doing that because we were friends. Have well, you been recording us? I like to have records of our hangouts in oh, case you I say see. anything incriminating. That's hard. <laughs> it's a real Watergate situation. <laughs> yes. Uh, so please throw us some support on there for just as little as five bucks a month. You'll get the weekly bonus episodes. And, uh, there's also higher tiers, like for $10, you get the weekly bonus episodes. And, uh, we send you a link to a page where you can listen to all the jingles we've done on the show. More are being added all the time. All the time. Um, and, uh... There's I'll... a special song, a special intro song for the Patreon. Yes, there is. Composed by Todd himself. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and also, right now, look, uh, sometimes the thing people like to do on the Patreon is set a goal. And then when you hit that goal, something fun happens. And like what? What, what we're going to do is when we hit just a mere $250, we're not even that far away from it right now, but that's all we're looking for right now is if we hit that goal for 250 a month, We'll do a live stream of a, one of our recordings. Woo! Do you care about that? Let us know. Yeah, if you don't care, let us know. That way we know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, and you, yeah, even if you don't, if you, uh, you're like, you know what, I like the show, I'd like to support you, but I don't really care about, you know, you can, you can even just contribute a dollar if yeah. you want. If you want, look, you don't have to. I'm just telling you it is an option. You can also go as high as a million dollars if you want to. Also an option. You know, and I'll say this right now. I'm, I'm, I haven't even run this by Tony, but I'll say it right now. If we hit $300 a month, I'll eat a banana split. On camera? Sure. <laughs> All right. There we go. New goal. See, there's one for your team. Right, there we go. That's getting it added. As soon as we finish this ad, I am adding that to the page. I will eat a live, banana live stream of Todd eating a banana split. You heard it here first. <laughs> Probably last. <laughs> so, uh, so there you go. Just give us some support on patreon.com slash Pod. Go! We're back. We are? It's hard to say. Uh, we may never know. Well, um, uh, Rob came back four Tony minutes later. Back. Longest pee I've ever taken. It was amazing from in here. It sounded like uh, just a waterfall. Like saying it was beautiful. The listeners are dying to know, though. You feel better? Yeah. <laughs> <All right>. Yeah. <laughs> the listeners. Flow was good today. 
Good flow. Yeah, great flow. That's GF. great to hear. I mean, when you have a bad flow situation, it's not great. Not bad. This is what three white guys do. <laughs> talk about, talk about our peas. <laughs> I feel like the next topic should be our prostates, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then we wrap it up with our lawns. Yeah, sure. Well, he's also here to talk about his new uh, spinoff show, One P Hill. That's right. That's right. <laughs> One P Hill. Sorry, we were talking a little before we started the thing about you were on One Tree Hill. And Don't play coy, Todd. You asked me to sign your DVD box set. So what? So I have a signed copy now. While he was peeing, which was weird. Yeah. It, it, so, I mean, if if somebody was peeing and they had a Sharpie in their hand and they wouldn't sign it, that'd be a dick move. I get it. Dick move. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, you were so you filmed that in Wilmington. Mm-hmm. So did you live there for a while mm-hmm. in North Carolina? Mm-hmm. I almost went to school at UNCW. Oh, that's a beautiful campus. I love it there. Yeah, um, I, I'm from Virginia, and so it's super close. But it was the place you could go and still surf if you were going to college. It's one of the rare places that, like, if you're an East Coast person who surfs, like, not a, there was like St. Augustine, Florida had a college nearby. But there are only a few places you could go and still like be close by the beach. That was one of them. that was one of the reasons. But you didn't go. I did not. I went to James Madison, are four you, hours from the beach. Are you a surfer? I was not anymore. I had he no was. Idea. <laughs> did you not know that? No. I was real into it for a long time. Could you shred? I never. I never even got functional at it. I've never. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But right. you were I can see it. your surfer bod, bro. I didn't do that much, man. I was just out there sometimes. What kind of surfer is that, <laughs> dude? What? <laughs> Everybody I know, bro. We I lived is in the surf. The one surfer in Minnesota, <laughs> in San Diego. There's this weird surf accent, and it is that guy, and it it is every dude. Like those guys, I I don't think they're baked. They're just stoked all the time. Like, how are you, dude? It was so good this morning, man. It was so fun. That's like all, how they have, talk. Have you ever heard a surfer? So this was like, you know, one of those. It was like a couple people deep by the time this got the story got to me. Have, have you ever heard a surfer use the the word the word? Are you saying quotes? Soakum tonar. What the fuck is Never that? Never in my life have I heard that <laughs> because I was told that that was a thing they say, and it's short for so completely, totally gnarly. Never. <laughs> Ever have I heard that? And I've been around some bros. Yeah, that's what I want to know. I want to know if anyone actually says that. If it's just one of those things that I want to, I want to move to a bad neighborhood just so I can rename it Soakum Tonar. <laughs> <laughs> What's that stand for? Oh, it's so completely, totally gnarly down there, dude. So much. Did you surf when you were there? No, I I didn't. In fact, I had never surfed a day in my life. I went to school in San Diego, in university down there, and then I. I got a job. It was a movie based on a real story about this gal who meets a Hawaiian surf instructor. And um, I didn't get the part as the girls, but they read me as the surf instructor. Why? Sexism. Sexism. And this is pre-Wonder Woman. It was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, it was so funny. So I'll never forget like sitting down and talking to the producers. And they're like, and, uh, and how do you feel about the surfing? Can you surf? And like... You know, I was raised Catholic, so I don't like to lie if I don't have to. So I went, guys, I went to UC San Diego for four years, like a mile from the beach. So <laughs> so I never said yes. I just strongly insinuated that I had. And then I got the role. Oh, no. And was like, fuck, I should learn in the meantime. 
I think they sensed my bluff because they set me up with surfing lessons in Hawaii when we first got there and then ended up not shooting a single frame of me surfing. Nice. So, and do you feel like it was a waste or are you glad you did it? Oh, stoked I did it. It's fun. As Tony would say, it was tight. <laughs> Classic Tony. Wait, so are you being sarcastic? <laughs> uh, no, I actually loved it. It was awesome. It's a, it, you strike me as a guy. The reason I asked is because, like, when you said Wilmington, I remembered, like, oh yeah, that's the like the culture there is. Very, it's a surfy town for mm-hmm. the east for East Coast. It's nothing compared to San yeah. Diego, but for the East Coast, it's kind of a surfy town. But uh, yeah, I assumed like I was like, you strike me as a guy who would surf a little bit. But yeah. It's, I get why people love it. I mean, it's so it's peaceful great. out there. It's great exercise. Like, all of it makes... And then the first time you catch a wave, you're like, oh, shit, this is better than any sort of recre- recreational activity I do. It's so fun. You, yeah, it's it's it was... I was in some of the best shape of my life when I was surfing. I was surfing, like, five days a week for a while. I was really into it, and I never got good at it because I just am not athletic. Not yeah, I know that I would be terrible at it. And not huge on the ocean scary yeah i find it to be terrifying there's a lot of stuff in there i like i'll, I'll uh, the creatures in it or just the the sheer power every, of the nature everything. itself kinda, yeah kind of everything and just the mystery of it too not that i think i'm gonna end up at the bottom of the ocean or something but like i don't know it's so unexplored and giant and crazy yeah yeah i like also in hawaii uh like went like snorkeling that's about as but as uh, crazy as I'll get with the ocean, I think. The snorkeling is terrifying because it's like, hey, look what's under here. I know. It's 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 awesome. But I also, I can't lie that I wasn't like a little yeah. freaked out the you, whole time. The first time you put your face down, you're like, boo! Like there's yeah. so much shit in there that you didn't think yeah. was under and, there. Or like your foot like hits a rock or something at one point that you didn't see and it scares the shit out of you. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. do you think if you had never seen Jaws or a movie with an angry, violent shark... Do you think you would still have that fear? Like, if, if you hadn't seen images of a shark attack, it's not, not even Nat Geo stuff, but like, seriously, if Jaws wasn't around, any movies with angry sharks, would you still have that level of fear? Because so much of my fear is I'm just expecting that shark to be swimming right at me or yeah. to bite me. Yeah. It's exactly. not, it's not like, oh, yeah, those manta rays could paralyze me with their poison. And then, I, you know, it's like, it's always the unrealistic thing I saw yeah. in a movie yeah. theater. See, I'm, I'm the other way. I think, I think it actually is more the like nature shows and stuff that, you see and just again knowing that like what is it four percent of the ocean floor has been explored uh-huh. or four percent is it the ocean floor or just the ocean in general i don't know anyway again not that i'm gonna end up on the ocean floor but uh i don't know it's just I'm terrifying i'm actually gonna this, toss your body in there when i kill you this sounds like well, great foreshadowing for you ending up on the ocean yeah floor. that feels exact yeah this is is this a cliffhanger? Is this, a, gonna, is this a, <laughs> the right time to talk about our new true crime podcast? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> first, the first case is Tony's body on the ocean floor. <laughs> it is only one episode this this podcast, but it's pretty good. Yeah, it's called it's called Ocean Floor. <laughs> Why didn't they do more? They went to prison They're, for killing Tony. Yeah, they had a lot what? of detail in that podcast. Because let me ask you this then, both of you, what? Is it, both unlikely scenarios, but let's pretend they could be, ha- they could happen. What's scarier to you, being stranded in the ocean or stranded in space? The ocean. Yeah. Right? Well, here, here's, yeah, my knee jerk is the ocean. Because space to me, I, there's, I don't know of anything that's going to come out and yeah. get me in space. It's just going to be a bummer because I'm just going <laughs> to be there till I die. Mm-hmm. Like a, well, I'm taking that helmet off. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You're pulling the ripcord. <laughs> yeah. Good night, everybody. Yeah, I think it would. 
space would just be more sad and tragic. The ocean would be like, I might die of a heart attack first. Mm-hmm. Like that movie Open Water, you know, like oh, yeah. I'm just treading. Fuck. If we all crashed in a plane and we're just sitting there treading, it's like, oh, one of us will get bit and then all the sharks will come. And then like, that's awful. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, my God. Let me ask you, do you ever do this where like, for example, uh, last weekend, um, my fiance, Jenny and I, we were driving and we got stuck in bad, bad traffic. Like the complete freeway was on a standstill. And I caught myself having a moment where I was assessing what we had in the car and our surroundings. Like if shit went sideways right now, people started going crazy on this freeway. What do I have to defend us? How you, are, How's our ration supply? Like, do you ever do that where you're like, you, you check in with your moment and you're like, where's my escape? How, what's, what's my nearest weapon? That might be an iZombie thing that's in your brains. I just think <laughs> you don't have that. You don't I have, know. I can't say that. Really? I do. Yeah. I, oh, that's weird. I have had moments where I've thought that, but not on the regular. Not on the regular. Yeah, it's definitely not something I do like daily, but I, I as I'm getting older, I think it's maybe it's my paternal clock ticking louder. Yeah. It's just going like if just in case things go sideways, how do I protect mm-hmm. me and mine? Definitely with my daughter, like because you're definitely with a, a baby all the time, you're like, How am I gonna keep this thing alive? That's the whole game for the year, is like the first year is just like, <laughs> is this thing eating and sleeping? Great. Uh and so when you're gone, like you're constantly checking in, like, do we have the food? Do we have the thing that keeps her happy? Do we like you're just checklisting always. But uh and I imagine you just get engaged, so there's like the extra thing of like a person you care for, it's in there, like that your that sense is heightened. That totally makes sense to me. I, I have to ask. Yeah. What's your uh I mean, I think the escape plan's obvious, but what's your weapon of choice in this podcast scenario right now? Some shit would go down. If some shit went down, I yeah. think first thing I'd grab would be that glass bottle. Yep. With the water in it. Yeah, that would be the first thing. Yep, and smack it against somebody. Yeah, because look at this this little narrow top. I mean, oh, yeah. That's it's like a, a bowling pin right Are there. Are you guys sleeps with a bat in the room? You mean the animal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oops, hanging upside I, down I, from I, the corner. Yeah, animals. Um, I used to sleep with a bat under the bed. I don't carry a weapon with me, but I do like... I always sleep closest to the door. Yeah, same. Like in our apartment, I sleep close to the door when we go to a hotel. Like mm-hmm. it was funny this last weekend, we stayed at a hotel one night and I just randomly went to the other side of the bed looking for an outlet. She was like, why Why are you on the far side of the bed? And it was funny because I was like, oh, even she's aware that I always sit, yeah. I always sleep close to the bed just in case if something happens. It's funny, right? I'm the line of defense. But what's funny about that is like I find it's actually freeing to have someone else to, to worry about or to be mm-hmm. concerned about because if I'm by myself... Like, I'm responsible for me. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in a situation where there was someone turning off the power to my house. It was in my backyard. And I had, I had a date over. We're cooking. We're the only ones home. And the power goes off. And I'm like, what? That's, that's odd. And, and by the way, I don't, I am so like commonsensically challenged. My brother got the street smarts. I got book smarts. We split the atom right there. Really? So I call him, like, hey, the, all the lights went off. He's like, okay, go, there's a fuse box in the back of the house. I go, you're around and I'm like, he's like, the master switch, is it on or off? I said, it's off. And he's, I can tell he's like, hmm, that's uh okay, we'll just turn that back on. But I can tell by the way he said it, Something's that's up. not right. So, okay, go back in, start cooking. And then like 10 minutes later, doosh, all the power in the house goes off again. Except this time, I hear footsteps outside the kitchen window. And it, the, the weird, what? The, it, no joke. And it's pitch black, but I see a little silhouette and I hear it. So I'm like, oh, there's for sure now someone is in the backyard who's, who's cutting off our power. 
and it was the weirdest thing. Had I been there by myself, I think I would have freaked out. Yeah. But knowing, like, it it was like my game, so I wouldn't get afraid. My my and the insides, I was like, my brain went, "This is a game of how do we protect this person." Yeah. It's not about you. And so I remember like telling her like, "Hey, it's okay. Just um, Neil, just sit here with your back to the uh, the pantry. Oh my god. Hang out." And I, I went, started like locking doors, and I'll never forget. I went, and I grabbed a bat, and I was walking to the patio, to the garage, and she's like, "Is everything okay?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, everything's fine." I want to go play some baseball. While I'm like <laughs> strutting through the house with the, bat, with the baseball bat, like snuck around the house to find these people. Thank God it turned out it was just my idiot friends who knew I had a date over. Oh my God! <laughs> but it was weird because it was like a. I remember after the fact, I was like, I was brave as shit. Yeah. I know you had mean. it just been me though, I would have not yeah. been okay. But because it was like, oh, the, this is the game's not about me. The game is protect. Yeah, that's it's that's what the thing is like when Sarah's home, I'm so calm. <laughs> I, I've talked about this on the podcast before. I'm like by myself when I'm home by myself, like I am a lot of the time. I'm pretty uh, pretty much a scaredy cat. I yeah. hear everything. Mm-hmm. I'm always sure someone's gonna murder me. With Sarah's here, I'm like we're fine. I never think. Tw- and if somebody were to come in, I w- it would just be like you said. Like yeah, it's just. Yeah, all of a sudden you go into like I'm taking care of somebody mode. Yeah. It's different. We had uh, a few months back in the middle of the night a uh, framed poster fell uh. and woke us both up, and it sounded it sounded like someone broke a window. So scary. And we both like kind of like jumped up and like, <gasps> and I just immediately jumped out of bed and went to the living room, like in my like underwear, you know, just and no, I don't have anything like i just literally just ran out there and i i don't know what i was gonna do like i had nothing in my hands i don't know what i was expecting i don't know what i was going to do but that's just what i did amazing and i mean i was relieved when i got out there and saw nothing and then we were like yeah we were just trying to figure out where it even came from and it it came from the other room and it was just a frame falling but god uh, damn that would be it scared the shit out of you yeah yeah Yeah. but like good on you your instinct was like (laughs) you heard a noise and you ran towards it yeah but that's what worries me like there was, um, I had someone walk into my apartment in New York when I was living there once. And luckily, had he just kept walking once he opened the door, he would have ended up in my room. And luckily, I had a friend who was staying the night who was in the living room. So he like kind of, and it was just a guy who was like just hammered off his ass and stumbled into the wrong apartment. We just happened uh, to okay. lock the door. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I'm not a trained fighter, so I wouldn't know. Like, yeah. my fear is that in that moment where you're just like, oh, shit, protection mode, I would be worried I wouldn't be able to moderate my reaction. Yep. And it would be like, well, I know how to choke someone out. I'm yeah. just going to do that and maybe never let go. You know? Yeah. Like, I would be afraid I would just go too far. Right. And they'd be like, what'd you do? And it'd be like, I, I don't know. I know. I don't know what to do in this situation except yeah. there was a threat and I was just trying my best to get rid of it. I know. That would be terrifying. Terrifying. And I kind of think I I do now feel like I wouldn't mind ha- like I wouldn't mind having a baseball bat in my house. Like just is that the most efficient? You have a you have a lot of tight corridors. I know. I'll assess a bat. Take a look around your room right now. Yeah, you're right. You don't have a whole lot of swinging room. You'd really need that person to be standing in a favorable spot for you're you. You're right. Where, think, what would you get? I, get a taser. You like a tase gun. Oh, I think you shit. use Sarah's Grammy. That's awesome. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Bludgeoned with a Grammy. <laughs> Taser scares the shit out of me, though. That strikes me as the thing that's sitting around and accidentally gets shot into somebody. Well, you know what's great about tasers? It, it, if it's the non-gun kind, it makes that awful sound. So that can be a deterrent. You can do it still in your room. And maybe the people just hear that and are like, nah, I'm not trying to get tased tonight. Oh, it just goes like yep. that? 
Oh, yeah. like the the one. Yeah. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, the where you push the button and the little lightning goes between it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. You're right. Yeah, I know. There's a. I know it's a strange. It's a strange thing to like be worried about. But I. Have you ever read uh, Next Door? Have you ever been on the Next Door app before? Oh, I get the, I get the emails and they're the worst. No. Next Door is an app that is like. Uh, it just is like your neighbors. It literally is your neighbors. It's people and it's limited to your neighborhood, so other people can't see it. It's just your neighborhood. You can like talk to your neighbors, and so it's like, hey, you guys, um, my dog got out. If anybody sees this dog, it's you know, so it's wow. like this hill is like everyone on here is someone. Uh, it quickly devolves into everyone is crime fighting, like it immediately goes to like we're going to find the bad guys, but and it goes insane really fast. It goes off the rails pretty quick. But on the regular, like in this neighborhood, like it's a, a good neighborhood. But on the regular, it's like, oh, yeah, someone broke into my house and was in there when I was there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's terrifying. And it's you, when you read it, you're like, Ugh. this shit is still happening all the time. I get, I get those emails and it's just like half the time they're just like, I'm getting a little sick of drivers taking a right on. Blah, yep, like, I know. It's like they think they don't have to follow the rules. And I'm just frankly sick of it. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> You're like, make a friend, Barbara. <laughs> you don't have time for this. <laughs> Babs is always up there uh, just fucking it up. Well, like I used to, I used to have a knife that I kept next to my bed until I realized, like, wait, this is if this is only as it like a bluff because a knife that would be the most horrific thing to have to oh, use, yeah. and God forbid <laughs> you lose it because yep. now you're getting stabbed. Yeah, that's going in me. Yeah, if I go in with a knife, that's ending up in my guts. Yeah, guaranteed. like the only way this works out well is if I outbluff the person in my yep. place. I know because otherwise, like you have to. That's such an intimate, awful thing. That's why, like stun gun, like something where you can keep a that's distance. A really good call. You know, you don't want someone all up in your business. You've thought about this, and I appreciate that. You know why it's my my brother again? He's like the street smart one, but he's also the like, he, he's the one who you know like I remember being younger and he'd just be like you know we'd be like hanging out having beers by the fire and he'd be like, you know, Berto, this is uh this is as good as it's ever gonna get and I'd be like what and he'd be like well you know mom and dad are only getting older and you know and I'd be what? like he's he was just always look at like the bleak side of like no of reality <laughs> so that he's the one though who's always like. He has a bit of a doomsday plan. Yeah. He's not stocking up food, but like he has the firepower for it, you know? So there's a bit of him that's rubbed yeah. off on me where but I'm you're like super posy. You're like, no one's coming in here. Yeah. <laughs> My friends might come over. Maybe. <laughs> I I'm guarantee you if we have a one of those tasers, like I'm gonna shoot Sarah. It's just gonna be a mistake. <laughs> I'm gonna be full of fear and just fire that thing and she'll be like, quit tasing me. <laughs> Oh god, it terrifies me. But yeah, because <laughs> shit does happen. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, we should play a game uh, really quick before. Okay. We we, we wrap. That's right. Up. I forgot you mentioned that before. Uh, we do a game. It's called you, Twister. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> it's Never. A big Matt. Uh, no. Um, we do a game that you can, if you want, don't want to, you don't have to. Uh, but we play a game called Can You Match It? Okay. This game is, uh. We say we talked about how you're not a big music person the other oh, night. I am so challenged. But we play a game. <laughs> Sounds like the perfect game for you. <laughs> we play a game where uh, we sing a song out of the, your head, any song that you can think of that's been recorded, and then we sing it out loud. And then put in post, we'll put the song underneath you singing it, and you see how close you can match pitch and time to the original recording. So. Exp- 
explain that to me again, but like I'm eight. Forget <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm 36 for a second and dumb it down. Basically, you just, if, there, if there's a song you feel like you know pretty well and you feel like, all right, and then you just, you try to sing it and you try to think of like where the pitch actually is and like what the speed of the song actually is. And then you you just do as much or li- as little as you want in post. So no, nothing happens other than that here. Okay, so I'm trying to But match in post, we'll put the real one song, under you. The original uh, song. Okay, okay. And we, it's just, you know, whether it's good or bad, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. And it's always fun. Even if it's way off, it's even better. It's just that sometimes you get lucky and you you nail it and it feels pretty good. What do you got, Tony? You have one in your head? Yeah, I don't know why, but uh Get out of my dreams, get in the backseat, baby. Get in my car. I've never heard the backup vocals. <laughs> it's not it's just like it's not even backup. It's just uh like he throws one of those in there one time. Oh really? It's all Bill Ocean. Oh, William Ocean? Yeah. All right, here, I'm going to do just a short little snippet from this song. That's the sound of the man working on chain. Yeah, yeah. That's the sound of the man. Is it just do it again? I forgot. I think so. Yeah, it feels good. Oh, so you don't have to make up your own words. You can if you want. <laughs> oh. you, just do, you just do whatever song. Just do, and a short little snippet like that. Okay, okay. Um. All right. <clears throat> and I'm never gonna pee again. My bladder has got no fluid. I know it's hard to comprehend, but I peed for 14 minutes. Should have known better than to drink a gallon. Too much fluid for my bladder, but I'm never gonna pee again because there's nothing in there. That's the saxophone. <laughs> Man. For so those of you who are just tuning on. in, I had a four-minute pee that that's paused the show earlier. That's a saxophone. I think that's our, our first guest that just went full-on parody. Yeah, I feel like, like I don't that. even want to put the real one in. I'm just going to have to put the like instrumental track oh, behind you just shit. to like you know weird owl it up. kind of. Yeah, we got to get the karaoke track yeah. of that shit. That's Anything more than just the audio would be gilding the lily. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's funny because I can't sing. Like I'm just atonal. It's awful. And uh, on on iZombie, they found that out. And literally everyone on the show basically except me can sing. Oh, no. And as a result, I am the one who has to sing all <laughs> the time. <laughs> like in the last season, it was like Katy Perry. I mean, in Katy Perry, not even Katy Perry can sing Katy Perry. Like it's so yeah. hard to sing. But they're oh, like, yeah. oh, just give it to Buckley. He'll sing it. So it's just become this runner like, let's give the kid who can't sing to save his life all of the songs. Buttholes. Buttholes. <laughs> Big time buttholes. Yeah. Uh, Rob, before we leave you, uh, thanks for thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, my baby. pleasure. Thanks for it having was me. Really nice of you to come over and be on this. Uh, also, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything's going on? Mm, I got. I'm getting a haircut on Tuesday. <laughs> by the time by the time this goes live, I've already had the haircut. Yeah. Oh yeah. How do you think it's gonna go? Can I tell you what? I'm actually gonna do a big cut. You oh, yeah? a big cut? I'm, I'm going short. Flat oh. top. FT? More of a Caesar. Yeah? Yes. From Planet of the Apes. More, I, well, 
Yes, in that there will be bugs and leafage in my hair regularly. Uh, I need to find a new barbershop. Like real short, though. So by the time this airs, who knows if I'll be wearing a hat or happy with my new do. Is that why you came in with a hat on? You've done with your hair? It's quite long. And my hair yeah. is over the top right now too. So you're gonna get a cut. You think you're going Caesar? I'm going. To, I'm gonna go Caesar. Love the salad. Gonna try the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> that is the good inspiration for the haircut. Uh, I'm gonna get a chef's cut. <laughs> I might go Cobb. I'll have the Cobb, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Amazing. Uh, is I Zombie coming out soon? It's coming uh, back on. Yes, it, it comes out uh, this coming monday what is it oh, sunday shit. so oh. it comes out tomorrow premieres it really four. yeah it does oh man so yeah monday is at nine on the cw they can watch uh I zombie rad mm-hmm. oh cool uh and then uh anything else happening? yeah i star in a lot of family films a lot of home videos uh if you guys are interested just uh, hit my mom up on instagram or on the facebook oh okay <laughs> yeah i thought you meant like family movie you mean That's literally what... from your family oh yeah we got okay. we got christmas 07 to current okay nice. yeah would you have a favorite Oh yeah, we, I don't want to say I peaked in eleven, yeah. twenty eleven, but oof, it was Hot a good stuff year. In there. Yes, see, we, <laughs> yes. we snuck Christmas in right under the wire. Ah, that's how you do it. Tight, <laughs> <laughs> full circle. I gotta say, the mic was in front of your mouth when you said "tight," and I just assume it came out of Tony. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, well, Rob, Robbie, Bobby, Bob, we Bobber. have to ask you one question before mm-hmm. we let you go. We ask this of everyone. A friend of the show, Dave Clock, mm-hmm. his two favorite things in the world are hockey and sandwiches. So much so that a friend made a back patch for his jacket with two banners that says hockey and sandwiches. Yeah. What would your two things be for your back patch? Hmm. I saw him the other night and that jacket it makes me laugh. Yeah, it's like it's like a celebrity sighting when you see him wearing the jacket. But the jacket is a celebrity. Yeah, exactly. Dave Clock. No disrespect to Dave Clock. Oh fuck! Can I ask what your guys's were? Sure, we did it last week. Tony, yeah. What did you say yours was? Uh, I think I stole roller coasters, maybe from you, (laughs) which isn't really one. Yeah, I said Star Wars and roller coasters. Oh, so it doesn't have to be like one word and one word. No. No, just two, oh. the, the, like your two favorite things. I was going to say mine would be hugs and yep. tots. <laughs> Tater tots? Tater tots. You're a tot man? Because I thought it was a like legit two word thing. I'm oh. a tot man, big time. Oh, I didn't know Although that. Although it's just occurring to me that what that might read like to a stranger <laughs> is that I like to hug kids. <laughs> so dude, 100% hugs, tots. That's my jacket. <laughs> so dude. Because I like a little healthy mystery. All right, hugs and tots. You got it here. Uh, Tony, thanks for coming over here and doing this PCAST. Thank you for having me. Shall we close with the hugs and tots song? I sure. It's It's hugs and tots and hugs and tots. And and don't forget to hug the tots. And don't forget to eat some tots, but just the tato kind. Yep.